You're listening to Honey Sound Systems Generators. I am Chris Wilde reading the words of Leo Herrera, with music by Honey Sound System and Jackie House. Chapter 5 The Night. takes a photo of a hole in the middle of the Tennessee woods and sends it to a good friend in Brooklyn. A group of men have gathered with shovels to dig a grave to bury a beautiful redhead wrapped in a shroud in a humble wooden box. The Cheshire grin lost to meth and madness, sending a ripple of mourning across the U.S. In Provincetown, a man leaves the smoke and black lights of a basement party to cool a Cape Cod sunburn under a pier. Men will walk underneath this pier all night to have sex as bioluminescent plankton makes the waves glow blue. In New York, a group of Hasidic men take out the baby seats from their vans and travel to a sleazy gay bar in Manhattan carrying a drunk rabbi, white beard smelling of whiskey and cigars, all the way to the last dark room on the island, in all of its raging, draining heat, where the mouth of an eager young man waits on his knees for him. Nearby, on Fire Island, there's a small cottage with a wooden walkway, a long catwalk which leads you to the deck on the beach, where men will be plucked from the sands of the rowdy house. A young man in his 20s, enthralled with the discovery of his own beauty, will be lured to the deck by the promise of more attention, will pretend to be drunker than he really is when his boyfriend, loaded with muscles and steroids, will come and find him, underwear around his knees. A few moments later, back on the island of Manhattan, a government raid will bring down the largest gay escort website in the world, and the indictment papers will include two pages dedicated solely to every gay sex act. The courts need to understand clearly what a rim chair is. Across the country, in the scorching Nevada desert, and man rides on top of a school bus that has been converted to look like a giant sheep, with laser for eyes and disco balls for balls, trying not to spill the icy sangria as the bus shakes with bass. He'll spot a boy he thought he'd never see again, and together they will share tender sex on rugs of a tent made to look like a harem. In New Orleans, two boyfriends will start drinking too early at a leather bar and explode into a drunken fight across the French Quarter. The fight will lead them to lick their wounds in a private failure the next morning. Across the globe, 
in a power plant converted into a sex club and nightclub. A man climbs on top of a shipping container to a piss trough. One story above ground, trough funnels into a pipe, which becomes an outdoor shower for a man soaked in a business suit. While on the other side of the club, a mixed crowd wars to the beat of techno, hard as petrified wood, oblivious that they are in fact inside the greatest gay nightclub in the world. And in a hospital in New York City, one of the stewards of the oldest circuit party will pass from a long battle with an old disease, taking with him a piece of one of the oldest institutions, becoming himself a saint at large. When I was a boy, my father told me a story of the church in our border town. He said that at night, if you were very quiet, you could still hear the mass of the day. That you could still hear the voices of the people, as if they had been trapped in a building in a perpetual echo. A sound wave that disappears only with sunlight. I wonder if in our gathering spaces, if this is the opposite, if when the sun pours through the basement windows and tree leaves and pure planks and hospital windows, if when the splatters of the night develop along the cigarette butts and empty baggies and ornate meth pipes, the condoms and lost pills and broken phones, if one can still hear the men who pass through every night, those self-centered, self-annihilating, self-empowered men, if you could still hear the dancing, the loving reads, the cackling responses, if maybe the world is just too loud to hear it, but somehow we can and do that delicate heartbeat. <laughs> 